This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. SendPro Online software makes it easy to save time and money no matter what you ship or mail. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. And by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use the special promo code TMS, just paying $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, it's so bad. What? It's so bad, but so good. Heaven can wait. That is... <laughs> Can't read today. That is not a flight I want to be on. You should have told me no budding. How big was that spider? Making things with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Favorites, window, search or enter website name, edit text, has alternate items, blank. Armpit of the central one. Hello, my friend. Stay a while and listen. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ebbett. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hey, uh, check it out. It's a new show. Uh, it's a Tuesday, and uh, you may have heard at the top of the show there was no Justin mentioned. That's because he's on a plane this morning that's right and, uh, heading to austin yep doing their south by southwest so wasted deal thing deal that they do and uh that'll be fun uh jam packed with uh sweaty peeps down there in uh, austin texas for a week and uh they get the music festivals and the and that's the right. whatnot and uh we wish them of course all the best in the in the chaos that is south by southwest you know, uh, and it just dawned on me that uh, Tina's heading to Texas uh, today as well. Mm. 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 Oh, I mm. see. Mm. Unanswered questions at the Ibbitt household. Mm. That's right. Mm. Is she going to... Uh, she's not going to Austin, though, or is she? She's not. No, oh, okay. she's uh, going to El Paso for uh, for a couple days to, to manage part of her team. And they have their own uh, airport, right? The El Paso area has its own thing. They do. Okay. Yep. You don't have to take Dallas Fort Worth, the world's worst airport. You don't have to go there. Oh God, I hope I hope she doesn't have to connect through there. It might be. I'm pretty sure it's a dr- uh, direct flight, but uh, yeah, that'd be. That'd it's pretty be horrendous. Bad. It's pretty. I, bad. I don't like DFW. Yeah, uh, it's exactly right. Okay, it's it's uh, it's a uh, you know you, you you get in one part and then you have to take like uh, three trains to get to the other part where your connecting flight is. Yeah, which is not anybody's cup of tea, as I like no. to say. This, no. though, is my cup of tea right here. Having a lovely oh. cup of tea from uh, phoenixpearltea.com. Look at that. Does it even say Nash? Is it, uh, is it the uh, Oh, the TW? cup does, yeah. This was sent to me yeah. by um, uh, Hope, by Kristen, our, uh, one of our cohorts. Yeah, she sent us, uh, she sent everyone little mugs. It was super nice ones. I, that was a while ago, but in this one I put, uh, hold on. Where is it? I made the Dead Mines today. Mm-hmm. It's a ginger black tea. Nice. Dry, arid blend like the depths of a long abandoned mine. Ginger and black tea with a hint of lemongrass, dry and spicy, and takes well to a tiny bit of sugar, which I also brought down with me. 
this little sugar packet that I stole from a Denny's. <laughs> I really did. You, wow. <laughs> you rebel, you. Well, look, they got a good tip, and I got some extra sugar on my way out. So take that, nice. you jerks. Nice. Anyway, uh, I've got a couple things I want to rip through this morning before yeah. we get to the main business. Um, like we mentioned, Bill will be here later, so that'll be fun. Uh, okay. You know how there's like, I have a list of things that should be just the worst thing and I shouldn't want them and I shouldn't go near them. But yet mm-hmm. I do anyway. And I'll give you an example. And, and, and I ask, or I tell this to try to get to the bottom of like, does Brian Ibbett have some of these things? Because he probably, be, probably does. Probably. I don't know. Yep. We don't really talk about each other's vices all that much, but um, <laughs> do, do we not? I feel like. <laughs> I feel yeah, like but you're not like. I mean, you'll drink here and there, but you're not like an alcoholic, and you don't no. even. T- you live in a, a pot uh, legal zone, and you don't do pot or do do marijuana right. at all. So, right. so like, I think you're actually a really controlled sort of moderate dude. You'll you'll know when the time to flip the fun switch on is, but you're not like up till four making horrible life choices like you're you know you're pretty even keeled at least that's my pretty feeling and that's much, that's yes. why i want to ask this question because my impression of you is that you're that you're a pretty even keeled guy you know it is. Uh, that that is uh that is uh probably true i mean you know i may uh say well when's the next time i'm going to be in vegas again i could plunk down another 100 bucks on the craps table or 200 bucks on the craps table or yeah, but even then, you Whatever. walk away from that stuff. You go, first of all, you go in with it, into it with a strategic mind. Most people just That's go right. in, going, "I want to win some money. I don't care if the house oh, yeah, always wins." No, pretty, pretty much. You know, the the second I pull the money out of my wallet, I consider it spent. And right. if I walk away from the table with something, that's that's like uh, that's a that's a gift. Right. You go there knowing that okay, this hundred may go away, and yes. when it's done, I'm done. And you stick right. to your limits. I mean that's those are all that's all good that's human behavior, all of this is true. right? Yes. So I don't yep. think you're full of vices. I mean, if you're going to go talk to some, you know, crazy religious person who might say that those are vices, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about course, good, yeah. well-controlled human behavior. Now, I have some weaknesses. Mine do not involve alcohol or gambling. No. Or stealing any- Denny's sugar packets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once in a while I get some soap from a hotel or like a towel or something. Sure. Um, <laughs> very different. Two very different things. Like soap, they want you to take the soap. What yeah. are they going to do with it? They're right. going to throw it away anyway. Right. Do they do that? <laughs> if it's not used, do they just chuck it? Like the little wrapped uh, soap things? Oh, they- you know, I have to assume that they they can't they can't just assume that because the paper is uh, appears to be untampered with, that yeah. that should be given to the next guest. I don't know, though. Yeah, that's a really good question. Maybe if it's in the same yeah. place they put it on the little dish on the table. Right, right. And it hasn't maybe. budged from there, maybe they're okay. But yeah. if it's like... Because I, mm-hmm. I would assume that um, like the little uh, mini bottles of shampoo and conditioner, mm-hmm. um, people will use that. Then they'll put the cap back on. They might just use a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Or they might open it up, put something uh, harmful or foul in there. Yeah. You know, who knows? I it's a know. hotel shower. Mm-hmm. I don't trust it. I've seen those yeah, old so pictures. I, imagine, I would I would assume that that stuff they absolutely replace, even if it looks unused. Yeah, so you're probably and right. So, yeah, so, so probably same thing. So I'm I'm helping them, really, when I take that soap. Yeah, I'm you are, exactly. Alleviating exactly. their need to throw away that tube of, uh, of, uh, of uh, what do you call it, shampoo or the little soapy right. deal or whatever. Now, the towel, that's a different issue. That's more like... Actual stealing, 
It is actual stealing. Yeah, yes. that's actual theft, I think. And when was the last time you went to a hotel? Well, I take that back because I've gone to some hotels where it's like, oh, that is a really nice towel. But but probably 90% <laughs> of the towels that I, or the hotels that I stay at, yeah. I want to be as far away from that towel as possible. Oh, yeah, like, no, you're, oh. you're not wrong. Like, they're gross, right? They're thinned out and kind of... It's only slightly more absorbent than aluminum foil. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not and, wrong. And just as scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I can't think of a time where I thought I had a towel at a hotel that was nice. It's always kind of crap. But the reason I will yeah. once in a while, and it's been a while, actually, but once in a while... Sure. I'll get out of there with like a, I don't know, face towel or a little, you know, short one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I feel like they're ripping me off. So, <laughs> so I feel like one little towel isn't going to hurt them. Sticking it to the, sticking it to Mr. Hilton. Yeah, take <laughs> that. Doing. Take that, Mr. Hilton. Where's your daughter? She's probably got night vision on. Anyway, right. so I'll steal. Now, the other question is, yeah. uh, have you ever... I guess putting a black light up to one of those towels. I mean, they're washed. It's probably, but, but even you probably have to think about what might have been done on those towels on a semi-regular basis. Oh yeah. So in my case, I don't use the towel for its intended purpose. You take it. I take it like home. A car shampoo or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'll use it to clean something, <laughs> or as a dirty old rag in the garage or something like that. Um, and that's right. Gregson in the chat says, "Is, is the mod- I'm a modern day Robin Hood. That's right. I take from sure. the rich." Hotel conglomerates, and I give to the car, <laughs> and I use it Fair for right. you know Fair doing enough. the dashboard and putting some uh, what's that stuff called on your dashboard it makes it all shiny. Uh, the armor all, armor all, right? Yes. I heard if you use too much armor all and you live in a sunny state, mm-hmm. that your dash will eventually just crack into a hundred pieces. It'll dry and discolor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll like oh, look like a little like uh, uh, like earthquake on there, like big cracks. It's really. Will form. Yeah, I think there's a there's a parallel like a uh, do not use armor all north of the thirty uh, fifth parallel or something like, or, or south of the thirty fifth parallel. There you go. That sounds like a good idea not to do that. Anyway, so yeah. the point is, I have that's not even the vice I was going to talk about, but it's fun to no. talk about that occasional thing. And I haven't done it in a very long time. It's been years actually, but uh, I used to it used to be kind of a thing for me. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why that feels like such a weird admission, but here's here's the, the problem I have. Last night I come home, and uh, I was out running some errands. I come home, and I notice that Nick and Carter have uh, together gotten pizza. And I thought, oh, pizza. I could eat pizza. It's fine. And I look at the box, and it's Little Caesars Pizza. Okay? Oh, wow. The really, whole uh, pizza did they pizza. pool their money to come up with five whole dollars? To- <laughs> You're not kidding. It was. I mean, those things are uber cheap, right? They are. They're super, super cheap. And yeah. this is one of those deep dishy ones, which means it was super oily and, you know, it's, sure. ba- it's basically their crazy bread with stuff on it. That's that's how I look yeah. at their pizza. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I, I'll i tell you, like, I should look at that and go, nah, these aren't for me. I can yeah. do better. I, I, I've had great pizza, so I know the difference. And it's not like I need to do this. But nonetheless, there's something about Little Caesars Pizza just drags me in. I love it, and I don't know why I love it, but I feel like it's a bad thing to love it. And yeah. so, now obviously they exist and have thrived for decades for a reason. People mm-hmm. buy them. If they didn't, they'd be out of business. So so I understand that this isn't some crazy revelation that, you know, this is otherwise, you know, toxic to all humans except me. I get it. It's a popular brand. Right. But I know, full. I fully know, Brian, as I look at it, even if I just look at it before I eat it, I go... That looks bad. 
That's full not of grease. Shouldn't eat this. That pepperoni is probably barely meat. Uh, <laughs> the cheese is probably maybe not even cheese. Like, I don't even know what this is. Yet, there I was eating like three of these and loving every second of it. So what I'm curious yeah. about is you've got to have something like that where you're just like, well, I know I shouldn't eat that or drink that or do that, but I'm going to because... It speaks to me for some reason. Pizza, pizza is a, is a total weakness for me. I mean, that's boy one of the um, one of the easiest things for doing this whole weight loss deal is the fact that Tristan doesn't live here anymore. Because um, when he do when when he would do stuff like that, he would go out and get a pizza and be like, "Oh, great! You know, I'll have a slice of that. That's totally fine." Or we'll have to have uh, regular Pepsi or, or Coke in the uh, the fridge for him. It's like, right. oh shoot, I don't have a I don't have a Coke a Coke Zero that's cold. I'll just grab one of his cokes. As long as I right. just have one, it's fine. Sure. You know, uh, since he moved out, we've been able to be really good and not get junk food and not get garbage food. Um, here's here's a here's a thing that blew my mind. Did you know they make cauliflower crust pizza crust? No, but my wife's mentioned it before, but I didn't think she was telling me the truth. Yeah, I, I I questioned it as well when Tina uh, mentioned it, and then she went and bought some, and they look like your typical like bobbly kind of crust. They're not super puffy, as puffy as a bobbly, mm. but they are thin and and crackery. And you you load them up with stuff, you know. You get your uh, your turkey pepperoni, your low fat cheese, your pizza sauce, whatever. Vet lots of vegetables. Put that thing in the oven, and it's like a it's like a crispy New York pizza. It's wow. really really good. Really, and you don't you don't even, eat it and go, oh man, this is this tastes like cauliflower on the bottom. Not one bit. Like even even when it's in its frozen state, and you take it out to put stuff on it, it does not even look like like it's not bread. It doesn't. It does not even look like it's not bread. It looks like bread. That's crazy. I mean, I'll try it. And and the immortal words of Oprah. Our, our Lord and Savior, Weight Watchers Queen, maybe, Oprah, <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did say that. That's true. She does say that. Well, does it, okay, so, but cauliflower. not making much from Weight Watchers anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. But cauliflower, cauliflower makes me, uh, uh, when I gassy. eat cauliflower by itself, it makes me gassy. Yeah. So, yeah, that happens to a lot of people. Will that still happen with the with the crust uh, version? I I didn't notice it after eating a couple slices of cauliflower crust pizza that I was getting uh, that I that I had a little. Mm-hmm. Now it could. It, I even had like you know low fat mozzarella cheese, so I even had the dairy on there, the the cauliflower, the dairy. You think I would have been like propelling myself across the room, but no, like no, no discernible effects right from that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm. you know what? I'm going to try it. It sounds like Good it takes shot. work because i got to make it. Nobody pre-makes this, right? I can't get this out of Domino's right. or something. i got to make it myself. No, no, no. Go, go get the dough. Get get a little uh, jar of pizza sauce. Get some mozzarella cheese. Get some pepperoni. Chop up some veggies, whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then you don't even have to thaw the, the uh, cauliflower crust. You just put it right in, the, um, uh, right in the oven frozen. Put the toppings on it. Boom. Good stuff. Do you all have uh you have mod pizza where you where you live? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Haven't I, been to it yet though. They just put it in like right next to right between the five guys and the Tokyo Joe's. That's about where it is. Yeah. It's about where it is everywhere I see them. There's like five or ten exactly. of them. Exactly. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and they're really good, really good yeah. pizza. Like yeah. top notch stuff. But it feels like the kind of place that might offer that. I may check on those guys well, and just see. Because yeah. they're kinda like, you know, 
We got all kinds of nerdy stuff you can do here. If you want just like a green pizza, we got, you know, all all veggies and like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a spinach on there and like all kinds of uh, uh, yeah. freaking vegan-y kind of things on it. And they have some kind of vegan crust and cheese, of course, and all that. So maybe they, maybe they go as far as, you know. I mean, who thought of that, though? Who's sitting around going, you know, I'll bet I could take this, uh, this cauliflower here. <laughs> I could uh, make that into a crust of some sort and put pizza on it. Hmm. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that that is a crazy thing. Why why cauliflower? Why not broccoli? Why not um Almost. celery crust pizza? Ooh, you know, geez. what what made them say what made them say cauliflower is totally the way to go? Yeah. I don't know. Cuz part of, part of the experience is you need to have a a firm foundation for your pizza. So somebody somewhere knew that cauliflower in a ground up sort of cooked crispy state is is a good equivalent, but I don't know who did that. That guy's amazing, whoever that was. Or gal. Yeah. Could have been a lady. I don't know. Could have been. Could have been. Let's see. Yeah. Who invented? Whoops. Vented. That said, I might have to go try the, uh, the The crazy neighbors rave about Pyology, or not Pyology, um, Mod Pizza. Mod I've been to Pyology, so which is good. similar. Oh, it's so good, Brian. It's basically the, the Chipotle of pizza. You know, it's like, you say, all right, flatten my crust. And then you walk along as they produce your pizza. And you tell them what you want on it. Yeah, no, they're great. The, and the whole visual. And they're they're the 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 atmosphere's nice. Just a cool place. I like it a lot. It's really good. I'm glad yeah. that they're doing well. And their pizza is amazing. That's the other thing. Uh okay. The very first two uh Google results that come up are Yeah. Why yeah. cauliflower pizza just uh got so popular. That's number one at Thrillist. And then number two, cauliflower pizza is gross and was vented by a bad place. <laughs> it was invented by a bad place. Yeah, I don't know what they mean. I'm going to look it up. Uh, this is uprocks.com. That's not the reference to the, the bad place on the good place, is it? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Let's see. Okay. Um, well, this is great. This is how they start this off. It's time to talk, kids. Lately, there's a brand new trend in town that is infecting our youth and it is way more dangerous than bath salts or Tide Pods uh, or taking an active and earnest interest in politics. They call it cauliflower pizza, and it is gross, it says. <laughs> Relatively hard to mess up a pizza, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they say that it's gross. I don't know. I still, I trust you. If you ate it and liked it, I trust you. I yeah, trust Brian. Totally, totally fine. As a matter of fact, it was one of those things where if you wouldn't have told me it was cauliflower, I wouldn't have known. Mm. I would have said, oh, it's like a really, maybe like a um, uh, a pizza crust where you don't use the full amount of, of yeast or something like that because it didn't get puffy, didn't get... Um, like deep dishy. I mean, you know? w would you say though, if, oh, these are great pictures of this. I think people are crazy if they don't like this. Looks great. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to try it. Ooh, yeah, 50 bucks it. at this one place though. Like they're the, the problem you're having is if you're doing takeout somewhere, they're taking advantage of the fact that it's, Oh, sure. You know, super hipster. And so they're so charging, charging 50 bucks for a yeah. cauliflower, takeout cauliflower pizza. Yeah. That's not good. Is it the Waldorf or the Astoria? <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good. Anyway, well, all right. So we we never got to your thing. What's your, what's your, oh, my your devil's food, thing? Food vice. I mean, let's, you know, you asked me this after a weekend in Vegas. I did partake in a buffet. Yeah. Buffets I did not inhale. No, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, you know, I did go back for a couple plates. I mean, uh, I loaded up too. Let's see. Um, it's hard for me, even with this, to to say no to sushi with rice. 
Like yeah. if I go to a place and it's like I'm all set on doing nothing but sashimi and saying, all right, I'm not doing any rice. I'm just going to have like their salad and then a sashimi. It's like, nah, give me the, give me sushi, mm. you know, give me the, the, um, give me the full business. And so I had, I did have some sushi there. Uh, Tanuki Monster, it was Wicked Spoon. So yeah, it was the buffet at, uh, at um, Cosmopolitan, which, man, I go back and forth between whether I think that that's the best buffet in Vegas or Bacchanal is the best buffet in Vegas. Here's, you know what? I'm going to give it to Wicked Spoon in my current situation. And here's why. Um, Bacchanal makes it too easy to get way more of something than you want. Mm. But Wicked Spoon... Like, instead of just having a big-ass salad bar with everything on it, you walk up there, and they've actually got pre-portioned bowls of right, salad. Right. And so it's like, oh, that's like a beet salad with a little goat cheese and, and you know, a, a cashew or something? Great. I totally want that. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, yeah, I'll start with the, the spinach, and I'll put some of this on there, and then I'll dump some baby corn on there, and da-da-da, and... and um, it just gets too too crazy like that. I just remember ninety nine uh, two thousand in that era. It was the place yeah. to go was the was the uh, Bellagio. <clears throat> that was the oh for the buffet. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be the Actually, best buffet. And it was no, you know where it was. It was uh, the Rio. Oh, was the Rio uh, off good? Strip. The mm. Rio had the Rio had like so many different uh, cultures of food in the in the. It's almost almost like a food court. Mm-hmm. So it was like you had your uh, your seafood dudes and you had your. Uh, you're Mexican, you're Italian, you're... Um, you're seafood uh, dudes. <laughs> seafood dudes. Because, I mean, seafood, is, seafood isn't seafood really a culture, but like her no, <laughs> style really. of food. I know what you mean. And now but, they're yeah. all seafood over there, aren't they? Isn't it just a big seafood they buffet? Have, they have one massive seafood buffet, and I think they still do have their world... It's not called World Market, but their World Buffet, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so... Ending up at the Wicked Spoon, I did also have to have like a couple different dessert things. But again, you get like a little, it's like a little tiny tiramisu, right? Or a little tiny creme brulee I had. And then I had a um, a tres leches cake that again was about the size oh. of those boxes that buckyballs used to come in, if you remember those. I do remember Actually. those. And by the way, that's another uh, place where I will not stop with just one. If it's a tres leches, uh, a three milk yeah. cake. I'll just yeah. sit there and just go, give me the whole pan. Arr, arr, arr. I love it. Right. Here's the here's the size of the tres leches cake that I had. Like right, oh, that's that big. tiny. Yeah. Big but you can keep going right back there. and getting more if you wanted, right? You can. Totally can. Because it's a, it's a buffet. See, that's my problem with buffets. Yeah. Buffets, like the, the quality varies. You can find the best ones and all of that. But they all have this sure. one core problem. Even though the Wicked Spoon's saying, hey, here's a portion thing. Don't go over this. Or right. you know, here we're helping well, you. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not saying don't go over this. No. They're saying, hey, you know, try as much, have as many of these different things as you want, and if we sure. make these things small, then you'll probably try way more of them. That see, this is the problem. They're already peeling out of my soul 60, 80 bucks or whatever it is these days. Thirty six. Thirty six. Okay, thirty six yeah. bucks. I feel compelled at a buffet to eat as much as possible <laughs> to get the most for to your get money. The most for my money. It's like built into the. It's a built in problem. Like they're. I think that there's just a human thing. I think you're better at it than me, but I go into a buffet and I'm like, all right, I'm giving you 30 bucks, eh? Oh, well, I guess I'm going to eat yeah. everything and, here until I'm right, sick. And you're, 
And so I pay, and I you, you won't stop me. I can just take as much as I want from all of these different areas, huh? Yeah, it's the whole point and of the buffet. there's nothing you can do? Okay, all right. Right. It's the, it's the, it is the towel thing, right? It's like <laughs> sticking it back to the buffet. <laughs> yeah? Right. You let me do all I can eat? Yeah. It's like the guy at Sizzler that stays too long and eats too much shrimp and steak, all you can eat or whatever. Right. It's like that. <laughs> exactly. I totally I totally feel that when I do that, and, it's, and I don't want to... I don't want to eat till I barf. Right. I would rather right. be yeah. a moderate person and go in there and just say, that's why I like a restaurant where it's just like, oh, it was 30. That's expensive, but that's okay because I got this really great pre presented, you know, three course, whatever, and I'm done and it's good and I'm out of here. And at a buffet, it's like I still get that quality of food, maybe even better service. Certainly I can go yeah. get whatever I want. But then there's this thing of like, it's all you can eat. How much can right. you eat? more than i have like you just want to keep going <laughs> that's right exactly oh yeah and good. i think if if uh, instead of having menus if restaurants actually brought you like if you like a dim sum place where they actually carted over all the different foods that they serve mm -hmm. and said which of these would you like you'd say all of them everything <laughs> there everything here plus whatever you got in the back yeah right. bring it all out yes. hey i've never had that by the way a uh what? Dim sum. Dim sum. Never done that. There, uh, there speaking good? of the Rio, yeah. there is a place over at the Rio, a dim sum place that is so good. Sorry. Tell me it's I called know. dim sum place. Tell me that. No? I can't remember what it's called. Oh. But a lawyer friend of mine works with a client out of New York who um, who is Asian and has uh, his own clients over in Chinatown and a lot of, a lot of options for dim sum restaurants. Mm. He says... The place in the Rio, the dim sum restaurant in the Rio, is better than the places he can get in New York. Wow, really? It's that good? Yes, I've been there. I, we for a while we were going there every summer when we, when we did the um, the trivia championships in North America, yeah. which is different from the whole Geek Bowl thing. Right. Um, that place is awesome, and it's inexpensive, and the food is really good, and they they are constantly carting stuff around. It's like the uh, you've got those. Um, Oh, what are those called? Churrascaria? You know what the the places where they uh, do the meat, the the Brazilian meat restaurants. Oh, where... oh yeah, um, on on skewers and stuff, and you have the right. salt shaker things you put up or down depending if you want more meat or not. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. We have two of them here, but they're just called. Are they just called Brazilian? I think you just say I'm going to get Brazilian barbecue. I think is what you yeah. say. Yeah, or Churrascaria. By the way, uh, yeah, Crimson Neon, it is KJ's. That is the place in uh, in the Rio. KJ's, that, uh, okay. Excellent. KJ's in the Rio, fantastic. Maybe I'll me maybe that's where I, I finally get rid of my virginity when it comes to dim sum. Maybe that's where I do it. Oh, maybe we do it in April. Yeah, maybe. Why not? I mean, I don't know. I got I to eat, eat food, so, you know. Dude, maybe, you maybe... know what? And that's a great thing for us to talk about during the TMS thing. Uh the live TMS. All right, yeah. we're planning on it. All right, dim, dim sum, sum like Friday afternoon or something. I don't know. Friday afternoon, dim sum Rio, boom, yeah, boom, diggity, and yeah. then we'll go do the. Uh, then we'll go put those uh, scary Star Wars VR things on your face. Oh, that'd be perfect. Right after you eat, that'd be good. Right Let's after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, it's a lot like the churrascarias where they'll they'll keep bringing you food, but they you just save the plates and then they add up the plates at the end. Yes, there you go. Okay, so that's oh. Oh, so you, so you, they don't charge until you've seen how much you've eaten? Yes. Right. Oh, interesting. That's a weird tradition. Yeah. So you, uh, so if I eat right, only right. three plates worth, let's say, I only get uh -huh. charged for whatever that is. Right. Exactly. Like oh. the plates, the plates stay on your, on your uh, table. 
and um, what's and on the like, plates? Oh. Like, what's the food? I don't even know what the food is. Like dumplings and pork buns and um, uh, chicken, uh, like little like little wings, but like really good teriyaki kind of wings that you don't get at a at a Buffalo Wild Wings kind of place. Okay, but nice um, little Asian. Not finger yeah. food, but little, yeah, and all and yeah. all and all small plates like they're plates that are, you know, about this big, and they're intended to be shared around the table. So you'll say, oh yeah, let's get uh, two of the pork bun plates, two of those, some more of those chicken wings, the satay, the blah blah blah, and then you put all in the center, and people kind of grab it. Then they all just you know divide it up five ways when you're done eating. Mm. All right, I'm in. Let's give that a shot. Um, That's right. They do have they do have chicken feet. I don't do the chicken feet. Oh no, I don't do either. I they did chicken feet at the at the Rodizio Grill here locally, which is another Brazilian uh, thing. Yeah. They also do the yeah. chicken feet, and they taste like uh, copper pennies. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Not into it. That and the chicken hearts. Chicken feet Ooh. are the worst part of the chicken because they step in chicken shit. Yeah, they do. And in China, <laughs> they tried to make me eat that every other minute when I was there. It's like here, right. whoa, whoa, chicken feet, best chicken feet. I'm like, no, no, bad chicken feet, bad chicken feet. <laughs> <laughs> Walk those right over there. Those those feet are made for walking. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. It's like jerky on a bone. It's awful. Horrible. Not good jerky. Like fishy, no, no. fishy, uh, metallic-y, coppery taste. It's awful. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do TBZ gone. Yes, Rodizio Grill. We have a couple of those here. And yeah, I, that's or I, I don't know if they have them anywhere else. They may be local here. It's a we have Colorado. We have Rudy here in Colorado oh, as, well as, okay. as well as as well as Fogo de Chao. Oh, that's a good one. I've heard of that one. Fogo de, Fogo de uh, there's another one here, and I was someone in the chat's a local. I can't remember the name of it. Ah, crap. But there's another one near me that's same thing. I don't go to those very often, but when I mm-hmm. do, oh, mm-hmm. yep. Probably going to have a heart attack next time I go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, as a reminder, uh, this is a good transition for this. We're trying to uh, make sure you guys uh, are getting your tickets if you are coming to see us in Vegas in April for the TMS Vegas meetup. Viva TMS Vegas, we call it. That's so easy to remember. We made it a URL. VivaTMSVegas.com. You can get your tickets. You can get your standalone uh, challenge coin. It'll look a lot like this, except our design. There's a mock-up up on the store right now, so you can kind of see what it looks like. Uh, should have those. Those are in production. So even if you get, uh, you can't come, you can get one of these. If you can come, you'll get one of these no matter what. This gets you into the entire goodness, funness of everything. If you're confused about what all that is, it's all at the site, including a uh, link to go get onto our Discord. The Discord's a great place for people to coordinate and to yep. discuss things and uh, all that business. We wanted to make sure to remind people to join the Discord. That's right. And and don't be afraid to sign up for Overpans. If you're like, I'm not a very good uh, Overwatch player, I'm a little bit nervous to sign up, uh, don't worry about it. You know, I'm looking at the list right now, and um, so we say rate your skill level from uh, 1 to 10. Yeah. Uh, so far, 44 people signed up for it. And uh, zero people have said they're a skill nine or ten. Yeah. Most people are saying one, or actually the highest, the highest uh, number of people are saying one and two. That's perfect. So, That's perfect. Yes, because exactly. we're just doing it for fun. There's no pressure. Uh, there's a you you win a medal if your team wins, but there's no like this isn't like hardcore anything. It's just exactly. a fun, good time. And also, you're all sounding worse than me, which is great because I want to play well. <laughs> Scott would rate himself a nine or a ten. <laughs> I wouldn't put myself there, but I put myself at a six or seven, maybe. 
probably nice. something like that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we we are very much looking forward to it. So join the Discord, grab your tickets. If you're not coming, get your coin. It's a once in a lifetime. We're not doing those coins after this. It's a one time production. Right. And they're going to be collectors. So check them out. Viva TMS Vegas dot com. And it's linked on Frog Pants as well if you get stuck over there for some reason. Okay. Okay. Hey, people. What's going on? Do you have to ship things? I do. Shipping can be complex. It can be kind of a pain in the butt. But the uncertainty over costs and deciding which carrier to use, plus tracking your packages, all that stuff, things can get kind of confusing. Well... With SendPro Online, it's easy to save time and money no matter what you send, from letters and packages to overnights and flats. Yeah, that's right. Easily compare USPS, UPS, and FedEx all in one online tool. Print shipping labels and stamps from your own printer and track all those packages and get your emails uh, to give you the notifications when they've arrived, which is, I think, crucial. Uh, And also, don't forget, just not that long ago, what was it, January 27th, USPS raised postal rates. You still are able to save money uh, and access savings up to 40% off USPS priority mail shipping and five cents off every letter you send by using your SendPro Online account. That's pretty good. SendPro Online is only $14.99 a month and listeners can get a free 30-day trial. When you visit pb.com slash TMS, you'll also receive a free 10-pound scale to help you weigh your packages and accurately uh, calculate the cost of shipping. So you never overpay. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience the convenience of SendPro Online for yourself when you sign up for that free 30-day trial. That's pb.com slash TMS. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Let's do the news brought to you by Could it be that there's a podcast about the highest rated show on the History Channel, The Curse of Oak Island? You know what? I think it could be. Could it be an Oak Island podcast is hosted by a treasure hunting husband and wife team, and every week they recap the latest news and ongoings about that mysterious island in the North Atlantic and the treasure hunt that's been going on there for over 200 years. Mm. They throw in some current events and other tidbits about treasure hunts around the world that anyone can, can participate in, and the adventures they've been having... Uh, or they've been on while hunting for treasures themselves. If you're into the Curse of Oak Island buried treasure, or if you just like to laugh, give Could It Be an Oak Island Podcast a listen. Could It Be an Oak Island Podcast is available everywhere you get your podcasts, so check it out and enjoy Could It Be? Could It Be? Yes, it it could be. be. It could be. It could be. That Oak Island uh, thing is crazy. I don't know anything about that. I'm going to go listen to it, because I have no idea what that is. Yeah, there's this... this underground, like there's the shaft that people discovered. <laughs> yeah, shaft. That, uh, that they like sent cameras down, but then they realized that there are all these booby traps set to where if you dig this one part, it's going to open up uh, a big air passage and all this water is going to rush in from the, the ocean and fill this other thing up. Oh, and it's, all right. And people have been trying to get into the bottom of this thing where they think there's some sort of treasure hidden um, for for years, for you know, a couple hundred years. Are they worried they're going to get in there and end up with like a Capone's vault kind of problem? Right, like, it's going to be uh, <laughs> Geraldo down there going, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, like that's it seems hokey to me, but I also sometimes like a little hoax. So 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, Sounds like it's fascinating stuff. So uh, <laughs> adult, check out their podcast. Adult Goonies, says Widget33. It is Adult Goonies, yeah, right. it is. Now I'm sold. Down here, it's our time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. Arkansas, or as you would uh, say in other circles, Arkansas. Uh, they have this church there. Uh, this is a carryover story from yesterday. I want to make sure to get in today. They insist that they have a, that they're not being uh, political when they put up this sign that says, here's the quote on the sign, Brian. You tell me if this sounds political to you. Okay. All right. Heaven has a strict immigration law. Or, I'm sorry, heaven has strict immigration laws. <laughs> and they say, oh, no, that's really? not political. It's fine. It's not political. Oh, jeez. We're just, geez. Uh, we're just uh, you know, putting that up there. Springdale, Arkansas church uh, is incurring some backlash after they put up this sign. They insist it was meant to be biblical and not in any way political. Uh, they even the sign went on to read, "Hell has open borders." Nice. Okay, great. So, hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's not political uh, at all. Nothing to do with the immigration system or the argument happening in our country right now about immigration and the wall and open borders and all that. Not political at all. Uh, Springdale Apostolic Faith Church, which is in the area with a large Hispanic population, was criticized by some members who felt uh, insulted by the sign. A lot of undocumented and just in general immigrant people live in that area where the church is located and having to pass by that message every day. I don't think it's something they should have to go through, says Irvin Camacho. (laughs) He should be president. Yeah, he should be in a certain almost film like future. You yeah, should be no president. Kidding. We're getting closer and closer at idiocracy every day. Terry Crews, best role ever. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh That's lame. Just admit <laughs> it. So, if you're gonna put it that's up, just so at least anti admit it. every religion, isn't it? It's like, all right, we're welcoming. We, you know, if you're if you want to believe with us, we want to worship with you. But uh, not if you're not from America. Bear. Yeah, no, that first of all, that is that's the glaring issue. But I'm yeah. also kind of used to these days, like overt hypocrisy from religious organizations so yeah, i've yeah, i've lost all quote-unquote faith in that uh, however the bigger bummer to me is okay be a-holes it's your right to have your crap platform and your stupid church uh that's you know wants to make people feel bad or excluded if you want to do that that's fine because that is your right to do that but maybe just own it and don't deny that you were trying right. to be no we're not being political oh, not at all it's just biblical yeah, it's biblical see uh, if you if you noticed in the bible it talks a lot about open borders and immigration laws you <laughs> lying sacks so lying man lying pieces of shit i hate this this is what i hate if jesus could come down and see what you guys did you know what he'd say he'd say to those people keep moving Keep moving. Keep That's going. Right. Don't stop Luke here. Luke 4.16 says we must build a wall. Yeah, build a wall. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. Anyway. And you know, look, this us bringing up this article, I don't want your emails about, well, now you're being political. No, I'm not. I am calling out the hypocrisy of this dork church. That's what I'm doing. Right. So take that, uh, Springdale yeah. Apostolic. <laughs> Apostolic, <laughs> apostolic faith church. Get your ass in gear. Come on, come on. All right. Jeez. There's that story. Hey, you want to see a cool roller coaster landing in an airplane? I do. Like when a plane landed on a roller coaster, I love this. No, I love stuff like this. I wish that that's what it was. But but it's a British Airways plane that had a bunch of trouble landing. 
And uh, it made me realize that it may be the worst sounding awful thing I've ever heard of in my life. So uh, there's video of this. Oh, my God. I know. Yes, okay. I know. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, I meant to. Here, chat. I want to show you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, right? It's really bad. Yeah. I can't believe this is a plane. Is it's, it? It's uh, very bad. It couldn't be are worse. They, are they flying into a, a massive tornado or something? Well, let's see. Hold on. Copy. Hold on, chat room. I'm getting this up for you. I thought I had this queued, and I don't. Okay, there we go. All right, so we go to screen. Oh, that's a picture of Brian. Hold on. <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not. They're that's just going to stare yeah. at Brian for another minute. Okay, there we go. All right, so look at that plane. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Okay, where? Okay. Okay, at some point, this thing just goes. <laughs> I would be pooping Shit. in the seat. I'd yeah. be losing it. I mean, it almost goes like full blown, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, it there's feels a, like they're going to do a barrel roll. <laughs> there's, a, there's a shot from inside the camera. Someone did an Instagram video. Whoa. I know. I do like the guy's expression holding up the. Whoa, dude. <laughs> I was seriously, I, uh, I, I'd be freaking out. Oh, yeah, look at him. <laughs> How can they be smiling, though? I'd be I dying. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I just wanted to share that. Well, with you. what are you going to do at that point? You might as well You might as well just sit back and enjoy the ride. And <sighs> Chat room's killing Marok says he'd be yelling, Wee! Uh, uh. <laughs> That's a hard no for me, dude. I don't yeah. think I could handle it very well. Uh, I've been on some pretty rough. The worst flight I ever was, I think I've talked about it, but the worst flight I was ever on was a takeoff from Hong Kong um, during a typhoon. And the typhoon was just on the edge of hitting Hong Kong. So our plane was the last plane they let out. And, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And we were like, are you guys sure? Because it's like level eight or whatever, or the category eight uh, typhoon coming in. <laughs> and maybe they should have stopped one plane one plane sooner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the very next flight was not going to go out and ours was. And so they were really hurrying to get out of there. Like everybody was rushing around getting seats and everything. And I remember yeah. just thinking, man, that's this is crazy. So then it takes off and is the most, it's a 747 with the triple deck. So it's huge. Oh, yeah. Got like 300 something oh, wow. people on it. And it starts just going down to nothing. And, then, and at one point it was dropping so fast that I was suspended in air with my seatbelt holding me, you know, holding me from falling out of my chair completely. But there was air between yeah. my butt and the seat for long periods of time while we would drop. <laughs> Keeping you from hitting the ceiling, basically. Oh, oh my God. So bad. I hated it. So uh, someone that's oh. a, um, uh, Cesario says, I accepted death a long time ago. I'd enjoy this. You know, that's a good attitude to have. I don't have it. I'm still chicken to things like this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Did no. you see? Did you know, you, or, when you land ahead. in Colorado, you go through some major turbulence as, we, as you come out, uh, come over the mountains. Yep. So if you're coming from um, the west, I imagine the same for you. Like, if you fly east and come back, mm -hmm. coming over the mountains to, to Salt Lake City, you go through some It gets really weird. Yeah, it goes a little bit weird. Uh, when we go, like, so if you go from here to Colorado, yeah, it's crazy because on both you have a crazy yes. incline and a crazy decline it's yep not a great yep. run <laughs> mm -hmm. it's not my favorite uh short flight <laughs> it's a short flight but it's not my favorite it is 
Yeah, it's a little, it's a bumpy but short flight. Yeah. Same same with uh, do, uh, doing Vegas from here and coming back from Vegas. It's but it's worth you're it. You're gonna get some turbulence. You, it's worth it because you love that place, and if you could, you'd lay with it naked and spoon it. Is what you do. <laughs> hey, I probably have. Yeah. Here's my uh, question. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if you saw this, and I don't know if I can find it easily. It looks like it's not coming up for me. But um, apparently, there's a new way to do that stratosphere thing that you're gonna do. Oh, really? It's in a like a six seat roller coaster type car oh no they have that there there are a bunch of different rides on the top of the stratosphere oh so this is old i thought this was a new thing okay well apparently it just like drops and it looks like you're gonna fall off yes right again so basically it's like a yeah it's like a roller coaster car you get in and then once you're all strapped in then it like the the track drops and you start heading towards what looks like the edge of the stratosphere and it stops you at the end okay still hard no can't do it yeah yeah, is, is it weird that I find that scarier than just jumping off the side on a on a zipline? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, at least the zipline, I don't know. I don't know. The, I'm, illusion, I'm, uh, the illusion that your whole car full of people is about to fall into oblivion is scarier to me than just you jumping. Because you jumping, you have a bunch of straps on you, so you kind of know that you're okay. Right, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think, I think the stratosphere uh, still... Should be charged with multiple forms of assisted suicide. Really, I, I, think I agree. Uh... I agree. <laughs> also, you know, depending on which side of that thing you fall down from, if you get too close to the street, you'll bring chlamydia or something back up with you. You gotta watch out. <laughs> Not it true. It is the bad part of town. Yeah. Um, I've already I've purchased my tickets, so I'm uh, I've I've got my ticket to jump. Yeah. Oh, you've done you did that on a pre uh, pre pre-purchased thing. Groupon. So I've got the I paid extra. So basically with the Groupon, you pay for, you pay the same price you would for the basic jump, but you get all the bells and whistles, which is um, uh, extra brakes on the cables. No, mm. I'm kidding. You get the uh, <laughs> a wrist-mounted uh, zoom cam or something that shoots video of you, you know, basically your face as you go, as you drop down. Oh, we're going to have some fun with that. We are, yes. Of course. <laughs> Uh, uh, Zoe's like, we still need to persuade Scott to do it. No, no, you know, there's oh, nothing there's you no can chance. do. Not, that's not even. Yeah, Brian I'd knows. See... Brian knows not even to try. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Oh I, my god. It's gosh. more likely. It's more likely that we get Scott to uh, uh, to play video poker with a hooker in his lap. Yeah. Uh, on this trip, than than to jump off the stratosphere. I would totally do that before I do this. You bet I would. <laughs> I'd I'd smoke my first cigarette and get drunk before i jump off of that thing <laughs> uh or maybe that's get what drunk people enough, you'll do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe i was gonna say maybe that's maybe a couple of edibles and i'm good to go we'll see there you go kim's like you should try it one is- we're going this time you should try one i'm like i don't know babe you might know. as well i'm totally legal in vegas to do an edible just want to do a little gu- i just want to bite just- the ears off a gummy bear you know right exactly yeah don't uh don't want to go too hard too fast right exactly <laughs> Maybe I'll just slather myself in CBD oil or whatever, and just spend the whole weekend like that. No THC in there. You you, you may uh, you may be a little bit calmer, but you're not going to be you're not going to be high from CBD. I won't be. I won't crave chips and things. You will not. Okay. Cheetos. No. That's too bad. Give uh, me some of that Plaza pizza. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Actually, their pizza's good. I liked it. I do need to try some. Of it was them. really good. That surprised me how much I liked it. It was very New York style and good. Cool. Uh, do that again. Um, all right, South Carolina. There was a big uh, Mega Millions jackpot uh, lottery oh, yeah. winner. Right. One point five billion. 
million. No, billion. Sorry. $1.5 billion. Uh, and here's the best part. <laughs> the guy that won yeah. allowed the person behind him to go ahead of him. Oh, so, gotcha. Okay. So in other like, words, uh, he would have won. The guy behind him who got treated with courtesy, had he just stayed behind him, would have had the $1.5 million ticket, billion dollar ticket. I question that because <laughs> because sometimes with these random number generators, it's like a um, it's like a, uh, a computer clock speed counter, not clock speed, but like the you know if you if you were to buy a ticket five seconds later than the first ticket you were going to buy, yeah, it would be a different number, right? It's not like here's the next number we're going to sell. Here's an, the next number. It's like I'm hitting the button right. Now, and then it and then it generates it on the fly, like based on the 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 uh, the clock and some random multiple generator blah 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 thing. So, but when he gets his uh, ticket, though, like when you go up to the counter to get your ticket, yeah, yeah. If he if the guy behind him had gotten that ticket, he would have been the random pick, right? No, no, not necessarily. Oh no, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's not even, it, it, you know, we've they've even uh, figured this out with like um, with slot machines and and uh, speaking of Vegas, that um, if you know you get up from your machine and go walk away and somebody else sits down and the first thing they get is a royal flush, it's not that you would have gotten that same royal flush. It's only if you if you would have hit the the button at exactly the same moment that they hit the button, then you would have gotten the royal flush. But there's some. You know, again, it's there's an internal clock thing that is going constantly, 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 and it's when you hit that button that it freezes it, grabs the number, does its whole random number generator thing based on that. Because the and then the idea being, if the guy was behind him, he would have hit it, and there's no way to have the same number now no. than the other guy. But the, yeah, no, that's I, I, you know what Brian's right. Because think about it. Yeah, no, Brian's right. If that's the case, if that's how that stuff works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter whether the guy got... I mean, if this was a thing where the numbers were predetermined and each card had a rub-off number and they were always going to be that number and that was the right. kind of lottery this was, something in the 50s or whatever, then yes, the guy behind him would have gotten his ticket. Right. Oh, oh, you know what, though? But but yes, good point, uh, Naximusex. Wow. <laughs> in the chat room. Nailed it. Um, does say, though, the point still stands. Had he not have let the guy in front of him the timer on the clock would have, you know, would not have been timed just perfectly for them to hit that button, and he wouldn't have won. It's yeah. not that the other guy would have won, right? Had he not let him in front of him, but he wouldn't have won. This is absolutely true, right? But it's a complete random happenstance, correct? Yes, uh, of shifting time around, not necessarily that being nice to the guy who let him in front of him, but just the timing worked out that way so mm -hmm. that he would have won. It doesn't mean the other guy would have exactly. Okay. That's right. All right. 100% that makes sense. true. Yes. Well, then this is a dumb article, and they made it seem like a bigger deal. So F these guys. Right. They right. can bite my butt. <laughs> exactly. He stopped for a yellow light, and that's the thing that made him win. <laughs> uh, you always think about that stuff, though. I mean, the idea oh, of, like, oh. the idea of it, you know, if it was the old way, then that would have been crazy because... Your act of right. kindness actually screwed the guy out of his winnings, but that if doesn't work. If it were a roll of way. lottery tickets, right. you know, if it were the things that were predetermined a, a specific order, and the guy says, "Oh, let me get five scratch, you know, scratchers," and uh, you get your five scratchers, and the next guy says, oh, "I'll take the next five, and he wins, 
then yeah, if the if their roles would have been reversed, then the other guy would have won. Exactly. Well, you could argue yeah. that the guy just got a load of good karma for being nice to the other guy, and that's you know sure. you could make that argument, I guess, if you if you totally. believe in karma. It's funny because I don't believe in superstition. I don't believe in in luck or anything like that. But I, I do weirdly believe in karma, and I feel like all that comes from the same place. So why do I believe in one thing and not in the others? Well, I don't believe it. I don't believe in it as a quantifiable. Uh, uh, material sure. in other words like if i do one good deed an equally good deed will be done to me i don't think that it sure. works that way there's not the math no. to it but i do mm -hmm. think that if i'm nice to people in my everyday life that that has a net positive effect and will come back to me so i i i'm i'm a big believer that is in probably, karma as well yeah i think that's that's the good way that's the um that's the right way of thinking about it yeah. not as a luck thing or as a as a you know a karma exchange program but right. <laughs> but you do good things, good things will happen to you yeah. just because you cause good things. Yes, there you go. And that yeah. that means you surround yourself with people <laughs> who also do good things. Like it just has a it has a net effect across your relationships. And I think that's why things come back to you in that regard. Now, in this particular case, I mean it's just pure Mm -hmm. Like all these lotteries, there's just right. There's no right. way you can game this system. It just happens the way it happens. And exactly, yes, yeah. And there are plenty of people. Trust me, plenty of people do good out there that might seem like they take ten years to have something good come back. But I still say it's good to be good. Totally, yeah. it's good to be good. There's your title yeah, for today. It's good to be good. And if, if a bunch of bad things happen to you over the day, still be good because you know. <laughs> As don't, don't. <laughs> right. As, as Marty McFly once said, Johnny, be good. All right. That's right. Exactly. Uh, wow. Final story here. Uh, scientists were excited to spot a huge spider eating an, uh, an opossum. Uh, but you might have nightmares from this. So I want to share this image. Oh, geez. It's actually video as well. A huge spider eating an opossum. Yeah. it's And dragging it around is the other thing. Um, that's how big. And now it's not the largest uh, opossum you've ever seen. It's It's a pretty small little dude. But yeah. look at this spider, uh, dude. Look at this guy. Oh, my God. I'm in play. It's not playing. Come on, play. Oh, yeah. Look at that thing. Look at that. That's big enough to be, okay, that spider's, or that uh, opossum is probably about this big. It's about a half, of, eight inches, ten, nine inches long or something. It's about the size of a puppy or a, a growing puppy. Any spider how, big enough to do that can F off. How is this person... Sitting there with the camera and not running away. <laughs> well, apparently, this is taken by a scientist who's there to study these exact phenomena. Yeah. So, well, and it's a and it's a tarantula that uh, is probably less harmful to to humans than it really is to opossums. Is it a tarantula? Oh, it is. Plate-sized tarantula. So imagine a full dinner plate. <laughs> oh no! 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 Yeah. No! Nope. Nope. Another hard nope. Got a lot of hard nopes today. I like I like that it's in Madre de Dios, Peru. Because yeah. that's exactly what I'd be saying. Madre de Dios. <laughs> it's uh, Spanish for ridiculously giant, disgusting spider. Yeah. Well done. He's so cute. He doesn't know what to do with that possum. Oh, he's he's a... just going to wander around in circles. What am I going to do with this? He's adorable. So cute. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Bill will be here. We're going to talk about making stuff. I don't know what, but he'll have something. So that'll be fun. Come on back for that. We also have another uh, scary game mashup with me screaming. And that's also happening again today. I'm playing at noon uh, till 2. So uh, woo, get ready for that. Uh, anyway, that's all coming up. Before that, though, a musical break by Brian Abit. 
Yes, this is great stuff too. Very cool. I don't know, 21 Pilots, uh, churches style uh, pop. Uh, really, really cool indie pop. This mm. is a band called Barefoot Modern. They're a five piece indie, bo- indie pop band from Boone, North Carolina. Influenced by folks like the Beatles, Elton John, Cage the Elephant, and Beck. They just released their sophomore EP called Bitter. Their brand new song is called Sleeping in September. Big thanks to Sean Allred, who is um, uh, not only a friend of, well, he's a family friend with one of the band members and got uh, got permission, Sean Allred in Charlotte, North Carolina. So thanks, Sean. Nice. Isn't that Sean Basic? Uh, or is that different no, Sean? No, different Sean, I think. Yeah, okay. not his last name is not all red. I can't remember. Okay, that. gotcha. All right. Well, anyway, Coons. Coons um, is his last name. Sean Coons. Oh, Sean Coons. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, this is uh, Sean Allred, and uh, the band you're about to hear, Barefoot Modern, from their brand new EP, Bitter. Here is Sleeping in September. We'll be right back. Tracks run through my head A constant noise with 
Hey, you guys. Let's talk about, uh, I don't know, something a lot of people don't like to talk about publicly, but it's okay. It's okay to do it. Remember those days when you were ready to go, guys? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity shows up. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made right here in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Again, B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code TMS to try it for free. It's the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring today's show. Hello? Is this broadcasting? What? No. I am pushing the button. No, I don't want any pudding. I want to talk to my grandson, Nash. The button? This button? It looked like butt. (laughs) He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. This is the Morning Stream. back everybody uh oops there you go there's both of us hey we're back everybody welcome back that was uh this is my one of my favorite things john ever said it looked like butt pretty good it looked like butt like butt he's very very enunciatey it looked like a very uh todd cochrany you think (laughs) kind of a little bit yeah yeah a little todd cochran there that was uh, John or Bo. I, I, that was I know John. it's a haul oh. for those guys, but are either of them coming to uh, Vegas for overpants? Well, there was talk. Um, in John's case, I think it would actually be easier because he's just in he's in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. So Phoenix, yeah, right. is, yeah like, just be a drive up north. Yeah, yeah like three hour, four hour. Bo, Bo has to come from Canada. Yeah, the Canadian trip would be a big call, but he really wants to come. So that's what's funny is the one that really is like dying to come is in Canada, and the one that may come but isn't doesn't seem like he's dying to is John, and he lives right down the road. So. I don't know. I'd love to see those guys, though. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Those, those two are a hoot and a holler. Uh, you know who else is a hoot? Who else is a hoot? Well, a who hoot, let me tell you who else is a hoot. Uh, the additional hoot in our lives is Bill Duran. And I'm having a hard time adding him. For some reason. Oh, there we go. Okay. Punished props. That's why. It's not under Bill's name. He's heading on in for a good time. And I'm going to find his thing. It's somewhere right here. Hold on. There we go. Let's play uh, this one. Uh, there's a, here's one. Uh, this one. Going to crack my knuckles and jump for joy. I got a clean bill of health from Dr. McCoy. Oh, because it said Bill in there. Say Bill of Health. Clean Bill. We have a clean Bill of Health as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, bill Duran is here, everybody. Look, it's Punish Props on Bill Duran all the way from... Seattle, Washington. What's going on, man? In a move that surprised nobody, I made a prop from Fallout again. What? 
I'm so excited already. <laughs> Did you really? Well, I didn't. I didn't make it from scratch. It was a kit. Uh, so it was already made. It just needed to be painted. I did the painting. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so back in uh, last year, remember last year? I remember last so year. Yeah, 2018. It was a hell of a time. Good time. We did uh, our prop tarts, our community. You guys have the tadpole. We have the prop tarts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ran their own secret Santa um, starting in like June, too. They were on top of it. And I participated. I, I contributed the prop. <laughs> Uh, but I got a prop because I participated. Oh, that's nice. Wow. So um, one of our prop charts, Jake, he 3D modeled and 3D printed the laser pistol from Fallout 4. And that's what I got. Oh, My job was to that. paint it. Yeah. Wow. So um, the whole build's up on uh, uh, PunishProps.com. Did a whole video, of course, on it. Uh, Jake was nice enough to sand and prime the 3D parts, the 3D <laughs> like, printed parts. Oh, you bet you're wearing a Pip-Boy as, you know, you... you... Uh, oh yeah, no, you pulled out all the stops here with your. Oh, right. yeah. oh there's the Nuka Cola. There's the red. Okay, yeah, it's like a. Yeah. That's one of the be- every- <laughs> one of the benefits of having a, a shop full of props and costumes is when you want to do a silly skit, you got everything you need. Mm, that's true. I like how you killed that bug that was made of paper. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it was Swat. really good. Impressed we we had the idea to add like visual effects, like I shot the laser, but we're like, uh, eh, it would take too long. What if I just swat it? <laughs> Okay. Sometimes, sometimes you're the 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 low five version is the best decision because mm-hmm. funnier than the high five. Yes, exactly. My, <laughs> it's my version of Indiana Jones shooting the guy with the sword. Oh right, right. which yeah. is uh, apparently it was improv, right? Wasn't that the deal? He had diarrhea. Yeah, apparently, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had dysentery. He was not feeling great and did not want to shoot the whole scene. So he's like, "What if I just shoot the guy?" Yeah. And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, he had like really bad diarrhea or something. And oh yeah. Had to so. had to just like oh, I don't want to do this and then <laughs> and then it became a running gag and they did it through all the movies. Fantastic. That's great. Anyway. So anyway, um, I used a laser pistol, uh, and I got to paint it, and uh, I've been experimenting with different brands of paint. So. For a lot of the work I do for prop and model work, I use Tamiya model paints. They're great. They dry really fast. My favorite part. Uh, I'm very impatient. (laughs) But uh, for this prop, I got a bunch of golden acrylic paints. We had an Aaron Brothers store going out of business near us. So I went and looted all their... uh, (laughs) I bought bought all their their, uh, golden acrylic paints as they were going out of business because they were on sale. Mm -hmm. I figured I'd give them a try because I'd heard good things. Now, they worked awesome. But I'm used to working really fast with those Tamiyas because they dry so fast. And the Goldens just don't dry quite as fast. <laughs> mm. Was it just, I'm like, how much slower were they drying? Was it like a long well, they, time? What's interesting with paint is you spray it down and it's wet. And then when most of the solvent flashes off or evaporates, it's dry enough to handle it, but it's not really dry. Uh. So if you press really hard, you'll leave a thumbprint. Or if you put masking tape on it, the masking tape will peel off some of it when you take the masking tape off. And that's what happened to me. I had a couple spots where I uh, masked something off, and when I peeled it off, it ripped a spot of paint off of it, which is a huge bummer. Because mm-hmm. if you want to fix that and make it look perfectly clean again, you got to sand it and repaint it. But instead, I made it look intentional. I made it look like it got blasted or something. So I like airbrushed some heat scorching on there and like hit it with a Dremel so it was kind of chewed up. And I think I did a pretty effective job of fixing that little boo-boo. Yeah, nice job on that. Um, I was wondering, I'm watching you do this. Um, 
hairnet or sorry, Aquanet hairspray is yeah. being used to to do like sealant or something. This was a thing when I was in. It's probably started in junior high, but all through high school, if I had a new art project, it could be anything. It could be a canvas painting. It could be usually acrylic, like if I did it that way, or if I had, um, uh, I did a lot of color pencil, like Prismacolor stuff back in the day. At the end of it all, we'd use Aquanet to seal it. Is that is that the yeah. principle we're using here? Are you sealing it with that, or is this for some other reason that you're putting that on there? It's a different reason. I don't. That's interesting. You'd use. Uh, hairspray. So the reason why I use hairspray is for a technique called hairspray chipping, and hairspray is water-soluble, meaning you can wash it out of your hair with water, which is an important feature for hairspray. (laughs) You don't want to be spraying varnish in your hair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I used it uh, for hairspray chipping. It's a way to get a chipped paint look that looks very natural, uh, and you have a lot of control, which is nice. Yeah. So you spray everything with a silver metallic base coat, and then you spray it with a, a clear coat to protect it. You want a nice shiny base coat. Then you spray on your hairspray. Then you spray on your top coat. So I did a darker metallic color. Mm. That hairspray is still on there, and if you wet it down, you can scratch it off and leave scratches in the paint mm. intentional. Mm. Or you hit it with a with a, a wet brush to just sort of wear away at the edges, and it gives a very natural chipped Hey, look, oh, yeah. really cool. looking at you doing it here on the on the small small edges of the of the bevel of the dark part mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what you call that part but i don't know either that, that looks like legit banged up gun effect right that's and cool it, it's cool because you could you could really you can go in with a toothpick and really like fine tune the effect that you get and like scratch at the edges and it. It, it you can be really subtle with it, which I think um, in, in most cases makes it look more realistic. If, yeah. if that's the goal. Yeah. Well, now now that I see you do this, it must have been. Uh, I probably you know didn't know this at the time, but when we'd use spray paint to seal our paintings, uh, especially on boards, you know, like j- uh, gesso boards and that sort of thing, we probably were doing it for the same reason. Except if it got wet, we'd be screwed. Yeah, that's why I wonder you using Aquanet because if it wouldn't be. Maybe after a few days it gets dry enough that the water won't affect it. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a, maybe it was just a quick method. Like someone in the chat says, we used to use that in art school as a quick sealant. So maybe that's all it was ever. Yeah, there you go. Red Link says poor man's fixative. There you go. Okay, right. right. Yeah, because we had the workable fixative was yeah. The, yeah. the other Kansas stuff we'd buy. But yeah, Aquanet does the same damn thing. Yeah, that's cool though, dude. That looks like metal to me. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and it's really fun too. Like. It's like you're just scratching on your weathering. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> uh, so I have a recommendation for you, but I want to I want to note that I got this recommendation after I put this video up because I did uh, water slide decals. And they're really cool. I don't have a lot of experience with them. So the comments on this video, I got a lot of really great information about water slide decals. And I'm always interested to hear about what other communities use these techniques. And I learned about the world of matchbox car restoration. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. All right. It's, it's a whole thing that Tend people my do. My teeny tiny ride. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's magnificent. So my recommendation today is a video uh, or a channel. This guy's called Marty's Matchbox Makeovers. They're YouTube videos. Uh, dropping a link in the chat. If you look up Marty's Matchbox Makeovers on YouTube, you'll find it. And he's got t- 
tons of little matchbox cars that he he cleans them up, strips the paint off, repaints them, fixes up all the little bits on it. This is what I, this is what I spent last night doing watching <laughs> watching Marty oh here gosh. make over matchbox cars. Are you wow. kidding me? That's crazy. <laughs> Look at that. So the one I linked, I think, is the uh, ambulance that was used to make Ecto-1. Yeah, yeah. it looks like the Ecto-1 yeah. car. And that's beat the hell of a thing. Look at that. Oh, yeah, and it's old. So a lot of these Matchbox cars are really, really old. And this one, someone at some point had repainted it on top of the base paint. Yeah, you so can that's tell why it was it like, like a, it's just caked with paint. Yeah, there was like a weird overlay on the front windshield and, and uh, some other stuff. But watching him... Oh my gosh, you know who would love this is my dad. If my dad was still around, this would make mm -hmm. him lose his mind because he loves this kind of detailing and he liked real cars and would just freak out at this. This is a, so cool. Ooh, did he yeah. just put, is that peas putting in there? What is that? It's not pea. Um, it's some sort of solvent. I, I don't remember which what it is. But huh. it's, to, it's just to break up the paint so he can remove it and then he'll end up repainting it. This is my kind of nerd. Just yeah. the most yeah, extreme kinda... weird thing you didn't know anybody was up to, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, guess what? I'm restoring old Matchbox cars. I feel like I, it would be easier to restore a full-size car than one of these little tiny ones. <laughs> well, you know what I want to do is um, uh, I used to drive a Saab. Or I had three of them. A Saab 1991, Saab 900S. I had three of them. Um, I want to get a Matchbox car of one of them and fix it up. Like, oh. that's just that seems like such a fun little project. Yeah, can you uh, do that? I, How I easily is that defined? How do you track stuff like that down? Um, eBay, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I literally just learned about this less than 12 hours ago, so I <laughs> I don't know where to start. Yeah. But I'm sure Marty can help me out. Yeah, he'll, to <laughs> he'll totally help you out. Wow, it's so intricate. It's like, I didn't even know you could take these cars apart like this. Yeah, they do have to do some permanent changes because they are riveted together, so you got to drill out those rivets. But it seems like... It's a pretty common thing for people to do. Look at him matching up Pantones. Oh, my Lord. I know. This, this That's guy's serious. Crazy. I love it. That's crazy. I love it. I'm going to have to watch this whole video later. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because that's fantastic. Well, don't worry. He's got a lot more. Uh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, Bill Duran, as always, having you here is a, is a pleasure among pleasures, if you know what Good I mean. Good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, look forward to seeing you soon. And um, you're not in Vegas in April. You guys should just make a trip down there because you're bored. That's what you should do. Exactly. Just do it. Just come on down. Yeah, and come that, see us. It does sound really fun. I'll get back to you. All right. You'll I have to know. clear it. I have to clear it with my better half. We're old lady. Wait. Is that way of saying it? Sure. Why not? All right. Bill Duran, everybody. Chinbeard on Twitter. You can find him at punishprops.com and wherever YouTube videos are distributed. We'll see you later. Oh, he said zip. Zip. I got to fix Brian's video. There we go. For some reason, when I hang up on Bill, I have to reset video position, but nobody else. Weird. But nobody else? No. Oh, that is weird. Jury, whoever else we get on Discord, no problem. Doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Weird. Whatever. Weird. Whatever. I want to go. I used to be so into micro machines and matchbox cars and all that stuff. I used to really love tiny cars. And now I don't have any of that anymore. I gave all that away or sold it or DI'd it or goodwilled it or something. I don't know what I did with it. Uh, oh, and for those saying, what's a DI? Uh, it's a local colloquial, not, it's not even that. It's just a place here locally called the DI or Deseret Industries. And it's basically uh, Goodwill. You just take your crap okay. there and then they refer All it right. and sell it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. We have, obviously, we have Goodwill, Salvation Army, ARC, stuff yeah. like that. So See, I haven't heard of, of I don't think I've heard of ARC. Maybe I have. Is ARC the ones that they'll send a thing around and you can fill up their 
there. They they do. Yeah, it's the Association for, uh, and they use the word uh, retarded citizens, I believe. Oh, is that Boy, is, hope, the, is that the R in there? <laughs> I know, I know. I need to look it up and see if they've changed it because I do feel like that is the uh, that is the unacceptable term. That is the unacceptable term. But let's see, arc. They've probably arc. Arc. I don't know why my website <laughs> is asking me to pronounce yeah. it, but uh, let's see. Uh, Ark, frequently asked questions. What is that? Yes, what does Ark's name seen since 1950? Oh, Nas- National Association of Parents and... Oh, it cuts off. Hold on. Come on, Google. You leave me hanging yeah, here. Yeah, I think, I think my guess is that... Um, oh, Friends of it- Mentally Retarded Children. It's in there. Yeah. Because it's from the, the 50s when that word didn't mean terrible things. Right, exactly. And and uh, But they're probably saying, no, it's just ARC. It's just ARC. It doesn't stand for anything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally it. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay, well, good job, yeah. ARC. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Uh, that's it for that. Oh, uh, I promised I'd play this mashup, so I guess I'm going to do it. So let's do that real fast. And then uh, we're going to end the show here soon. Let's see. Scott plays Outlast. Oh boy, what's this called? Clipception. Oh, oh this, nice. Because this has some jury in it or something. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yes, this is the one that jury heard. He got a sneak peek of, and uh... yeah. So apparently we don't. I have no idea. Oh, I can't. Be. I can't wait for this. This is gonna be bad. Here you go, everybody. Check it out. Oh, okay. Ah! What's the sound. Ah! Oh my gosh, dude. There's a scream. We're going. I'm not going down there. F you. I have to go down there anyway. Frick. Oh la 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 la. She's coming this way. I hate this. Ah. <laughs> Oh, just shit! I don't know what to do! Oh my lord! Shit potatoes. Shit potatoes. Shit. Run, run, shit. Oh, it's gonna happen again, isn't it? It's gonna happen again! That's scarier than anything I did in the last two games. Easily the scariest thing I've ever seen in a game. Oh my lord! What is happening? No, 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 no! Oh, don't be doing that. I don't like it. It's making a weird noise. Ah! Oh, shit! Uh, hello. 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 Goodbye. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What? I didn't see you there, you jackass. Get on the ground and go. Hey, somebody clip out what I'm about to do here for Justin Robert Young. We're going to send him a link. Check it out, Justin. Your favorite condiment. Shelves of it. Mayonnaise. Mmm, here it is in Paris Hilton vision. Mayonnaise. Bucka, bucka, wow, wow. He hates that stuff. All right, somebody clip this out and then send it to Scott, and it'll be clipception. How does the mother who <laughs> knows what the Paris Hilton tape looks like not know what Brazzers is? Mmm, <laughs> things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Things that make you go, That is it for today, folks. Thank you for joining me once again. It was a blast. And I look forward to doing it again with you real soon. Awesome. First of all, I call it Brazziers. And the first time I ever Brazzers. heard of it was Brian. I'd never heard of it before. I think it was you. <laughs> I don't know if it was me. I don't know. It may not have been, but I'd never heard of it. I think I know what it is now. Don't they drive around? Oh, it might have been me. It might have been me because there was like memes going around of like um, uh, innocent photos being slapped with a, a Brazzers logo to make them look like sinister. The, the yeah. uh, opening scenes of something dirty. Yeah, like and then somebody did that to pictures of us 
or something as Probably. a joke. And I remember saying, oh, what's braziers? That seems like something people would do. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. Braziers. I mean, I know what it is now, but I didn't know that's what it was Dairy at the Queen. That's the Dairy uh... Queen. <laughs> yeah, they own Dairy Queen, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the part of Dairy Queen that sells burgers. It's right. braziers. Exactly. <laughs> braziers, burgers. Whoa, what was that sound? Who's in here? Oh, you scared the poop out of me, boy. <laughs> we almost had more screams. Aren't you going to work today? Oh, good luck. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. All right. Uh, that's that. What's this? Hold on. What's this? So oh. after we do our movie, I might zip up. Oh, that still. I still have that. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to call it good. Thank you uh, guys for being here, as always. Uh, a reminder that you can find everything you need over at frogpants.com slash TMS. There's links to our Patreon, which we really appreciate your support for, as well as links off to the uh, Vegas stuff. Again, that's vivatmsvegas.com if you want to go there directly. Let's get those tickets. Let's get there. Let's come see us. Come hang out with us. We're a really fun that's bunch, right. and we just want to see it. It's really a relaxed thing, too. Like this, this event, unlike a lot of other stuff around the year where you guys may run into each other, just low pressure low tension low all that it's just hey what's up how's it going sit around get a drink talk to the people do the thing check out cool stuff in vegas and And, um yeah and we're working on something that would allow some tabletop gaming to happen Ooh. fyi can't say more than that but uh if you're like yeah i like vegas and the slot machines are great and all and the you know, the uh, craps table is all fine, but I really want to play some Cards Against Humanity with the people I love in the tadpole. Well, mm. you might be able to. We're working on it. Yeah, or some real card and board games because I hate well, yeah, Cards Against yeah. Humanity. But yes, yeah, you can cool. play anything you want to play. And here's the thing, Matt, if you're listening, he knows who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Bring your, you should come. Bring your games. He has a whole truckload. He could bring them Oh, on. well, he's the guy who brings them to Nertacular, yes. Yes, that's the guy. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll email him and tell him what we're thinking about okay. once we there get it go. worked out. Anyway, a lot of cool stuff happening, so check it out. Multiple Johnsons pulled. That's right, Alex. Multiple. All right. <laughs> uh, let's take a like, take our leave here. Brian, do you want to uh, take us out with a song there? I will take us out with a song, I tell ya. Mm. I tell ya. Mm. Um, let's take us out with this one right here from uh, Megan Nickerson. Um <laughs> said hey scott and brian the first of march marks my exit from teenagehood for my 20th birthday i would love to get a shout out on tms i've been listening listening consistently since i was a freshman in high school and continue to do so now that i'm a sophomore in college thank you for brightening my days can i get a squirini if not a brian meep always makes me laugh oh i do like the meep we're doing the meep here you go meep Nice. Uh, Can't beat that. Yeah. Uh, all the best, sign Megan. Megan mentioned that she likes uh, The Killers, Lord, Metric, Weezer, and anything indie, rock, pop, and electronic. Um, let's go with The Killers, since we've been talking Vegas, and I believe The Killers are from the Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krista Hughes did a cover on her 2011 album, Shonky, of The Killers' tune, Take Me Out, but it's done with kind of a bluesy, well, a bluesy, almost burlesque kind of feel to it. Here is Krista Hughes and her cover of Take Me Out. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a whole new episode of The Morning Stream.
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Let's have sex.